0: Praise the Lord. I um, want to try to finish a few slides that I had this morning and because I think the last slide I was on was Psalms 37 and 3 where I was telling you that Elijah had read or had heard, I'm sure, David's writings, trust in the Lord, do good, and then thou shalt be fed. And so he was able to put his trust in the Lord. I'm sure he knew what Job had said, though he slay me, yet will I trust him. What David had said later in Psalms 37th chapter, but salvation of the righteous is of the Lord. He is their strength in time of trouble. And the Lord, and there's some powerful praises there Uh, promises there. The Lord shall help them, deliver them, deliver them from the wicked, save them. Why? Simply because they trust in Him. And I know that that's not easy at times. It's easier to believe But at times we have to trust. Trust when I don't feel like trusting. Trust when I don't feel something moving up and down my spine. Trust when I don't understand. And I know I could take the microphone and go around and begin to talk to all of you and find that at some point in your life, in your spiritual walk with God, you're going to be brought to face with the last handful of meal and the last few drops of oil, and it's going to be on the line, am I going to praise God now? Am I going to worship God now? And I understand it's easy, as I said earlier, I I can trust God when there's $3,000 in my account, easier than when there's $3 in my account, I get it. I, I understand that, and I, I'm not being foolish, and I'm not being flip about it, but can you imagine going into the temple with your last two mites and saying, Lord, I know you you said I have to give, and it shall be given, and I'm going to do this by faith, and I'm telling you, even in tithing and giving, and I understand, but in all of that, anybody that has consistently supported the house of God and the work of God will tell you there were a time when I ran into the wall and I didn't know whether or not I should but I knew what the word said and I knew what the word promised and I did it by faith I did it with that last moment I did it by faith I was not you say oh well, I know I I get it, and I, I and that's and my wife quoted the verse this morning. Some trust in chariots, some trust in horses, and I, you know, and and I understand. We we look around sometimes and we wonder. Well, why do they have such a divine supernatural miracle sometimes in you know in foreign countries and on the foreign fields? Is because guess what? There is no doctor to go to, and there is no you know, Kroger or Walmart to get a loaf of bread. And so what do I have to do? I have to put my feet down and on the promise of God and grab hold of that promise on one hand and say, Lord, I'm trusting you for a supernatural intervention on the other. And when we do that, it activates the supernatural. Sometimes that's, you know, it's not that you can manipulate God, but it is the fact that I am saying, God, I have no other source but you. And yet, in reality, every day I should be praying that Give us this day, and the Lord tried to show that. And I, I not, I didn't put those verses down. But when the children of Israel came out of, of out of Egypt, and they had seen all the great miracles, and they had seen the pillar of fire and the cloud, and they saw all of that, they still then were hungry. And when they got hungry, they and the Lord sent a manna. And then they didn't know whether or not they should. You know, He said, "Gather just enough for today." Why? Because I want you to. Trust me that you will have enough and that it'll be gone. Some people I'm sure didn't do it there. Wanted to hoard it, and I, you know, I put some in a jar. Remember what happened? It smelled bad, and it had worms, and all the. Why? Because there's something about it. The Lord wants me daily to get in touch with Him and say, "Lord, I need You today." You say, "Well, I don't need Him really today. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm fine. My family's fine. My, my body feels fine every day." You or get in a habit because I don't want the Lord to bring me to the place where I wake up and then realize you know what I didn't ask the Lord today to help me My trust in you's got to be on a daily basis. I got to pick it up every day. That's why Paul, I, I read to you what he talked about this morning in Romans, the fourth chapter, where he talked about Abraham was a man of faith who against hope believed in hope. Later on in the eighth chapter in the book of Romans, it says, If children, then heirs, heirs of God, join heirs with Christ. If so be we suffer with him we may be glorified together. And I don't like that. I don't like getting down to the last handful of meal. I like it when the barrel's full. Lord, touch it when the barrel's full. I don't want, but sometimes the Lord's gotta bring me to that place to solidify the notion that I'm gonna stand in the gap and say, Lord, I'm gonna trust you regardless. So he said here if you suffer with him you're glorified for I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us for the earnest expectation of the creature waiteth for the manifestation of the sons of God. I don't like COVID, I don't like the suffering, I don't like what's going on but you know what? We're all groaning right now, and more than ever before, the entire world is saying, we need some relief. God, help us. Now politicians I may not be saying that and the doctors and all the great minds may not be saying that and all of those that are going to develop a wonderful vaccine that's going to save us may not be saying that but I'm here to tell you the church needs more than ever before to say God we need you to help us right now we need you And and that's what every day, you know, and he said here that the creation is groaning and and notice what he said, uh, waiting for the time that the glory will be revealed in us. For the earnest expectation of the creature waits for the manifestation. For the creature was made subject to vanity, not willingly, but by reason of him who hath subjected the same In what? The Lord is not trying to take our hope. The Lord is trying to let our hope shine. He is trying to let folks go, how is it that you're not all freaked out about this? The Lord said he'd never leave us nor forsake us. Well, why aren't you... Well, I don't understand that. This is the greatest witnessing tool that we have in a world that is besought with fear and trepidation. You say, are you saying that you're never going to get COVID? No. Hear me when I say, I don't know. I, I I pray not, but you know what? If I get it and the Lord and I, the Lord takes me, God is still able. I want to say it. I don't know whether or not he will deliver me from this fiery furnace, but one thing I do know... ONE THING I DO KNOW, OH, KING, I DON'T KNOW IF I'M GOING TO COME WALKING OUT OF THIS, BUT THERE'S ONE, I SERVE A GOD WHO IS ABLE, WHO IS ABLE, MY TRUST IS IN HIM. OH, YOU SAY, WELL, BUT PASTOR, I'M AFRAID, DON'T LET FEAR GET A HOLD OF YOU. HE SAID, BECAUSE THE CREATURE ITSELF ALSO HAS BEEN DELIVERED FROM THIS BONDAGE OF CORRUPTION. Into the, what is the bondage of corruption? Into the glorious liberty of the children of God. What we felt here tonight is the glow. We can just shout, praise the Lord, dance. I don't know what's going to happen to Bill. I don't know what's going to But you know what? Right now, whoo, God, you did a miracle. Well, he's still in the hospital. Yeah, but whoo. Why? Because I'm still trusting God. For we know that the whole creation groaneth and travaileth in pain together until now. And not only they, but ourselves also which have the first fruits of the Spirit. Even we ourselves groan within ourselves, waiting for the adoption to wit, the redemption of our body. For we are saved by Saved by getting the Holy Ghost talking in tongues around the aisles. Yes, that's part of it. But let me tell you, the greatest part of your salvation is my hope. My hope is built on nothing less what are you saying we're saved by hope but hope that is seen is not hope for what a man seeth what doth he hope for it for it but if we hope for that which we see not then do we with patience wait for it likewise the spirit helps our infirmities for we don't know what we should pray for but the spirit makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered what are you saying I, I'm telling you and I know we're praying and I know we had prayer corporate prayer last week, but I, I think that as a church, we've all been feeling more of the groaning of the Holy Ghost that I when I begin to pray, I don't even know what to pray for anymore. I don't know what to pray. All I know is God do something. I, I'm just praying in the Holy Ghost. Let your will be done. My trust is in you. I don't know what to pray for, but I know who's in charge of all of this. I don't know whether I pray for a vaccine or I pray for a, a you know, something that they'll send us through the mail that will give us another stimulus. I don't know what to pray for except God have your will. I trust in you. My faith is in you. My hope is in you. And he that searches the hearts knows the mind of the spirit because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. And we know that we it a lot but do you know it's based on my hope the spirit making groanings we have what we have hope for all things we can quote it together all things work together for good to them that love God who are called According to His purpose, what is His purpose is for us to have hope when there is nothing to hope for. Right. To praise Him, to worship Him, to rejoice. I, just to be honest with you, it was a cinch, it was a snap to praise God tonight for what Bill had, had happened to. It's harder when you're praising him before it happens. And you don't know what's going to happen. But that's whenever it all of a sudden shakes heaven. When we go, all things work together for good. Let, let me read it to you in Corinthians. He wrote about it in Corinthians as well. And I know my, it's almost six. But notice what it says in 2 in Corinthians. Now this is the church, remember, that had all kind of problems. They hated each other. They fought. These people over here didn't like these people. And these people were mad at those people. And it was a church that was just full of chaos. We read that from the first letter, remember? And so now he's writing a second letter to them. You know, not often do they get... Two corrections, but this one did. And he says, as he opens this letter, blessed be God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies, and the God of all, what's the word? Comfort. Now, if you get blueletterbible.com and hit it, it's that same word, (coughs) derivative, that is used in John the 14th chapter, paraclete. What is that? Jesus stood there and told his disciples, behold, I must go away, but I will not leave you comfortless. I will send the comforter, which is the Holy Ghost. So when you read that word, it is the same word that you could say is the Holy Ghost. It's a derivative of that same paraclete where he says, Blessed be the God and Father of mercies, the God of all Holy Ghost, who Holy Ghost us in our tribulation, that we may be able to Holy Ghost them which are in any trouble by the Holy Ghost wherein we ourselves are Holy Ghost of God. That's why I gotta stay full of the Holy Ghost in this hour, because there are people that are gonna—I'm gonna run in con- contact with—that haven't any got any hope, don't have any comfort, yeah. and if I'm not able to Holy Ghost them by the Holy Ghost, that, yeah. you, you understand? Yeah. Are y'all not getting this? It's okay. For as the sufferings of Christ abound in us, so our consolation also abounds by Christ. And whether we be afflicted, it's for your consolation and salvation, which is the effectual in the enduring of the same sufferings which we suffer. Does that mean that I'm going to have to suffer? No, it's not. I'm going to have to avoid suffering. I don't want to get down to my last handful of oil and a handful of meal and a few drops of oil. But you know what? In the midst of the whole world that's going through an epidemic, pandemic and all that we have something that so many of them don't have and that's the comfort of the comforter and the consolation oh you want to know what's able to get a hold of us we're able to have something that just gives us a liberty and a freedom You know, I'm still going out and I'm going to have to wear a mask and I'm going to have to do all the other stuff and have to go to the doctor this week and I got all these other appointments but I have something that the world didn't give me and the world can't take it away. I've got the comfort of the comforter who didn't leave me comfortless. Oh. And he goes on, he says, enduring the same sufferings that we suffer, whether we're comforted it is for your consolation and sad, salvation, and our hope of you is steadfast, knowing that as you are partakers of the sufferings, so shall ye be also of the consolation. For we would not, brethren, have you ignorant of our troubles that came into Asia. I don't like that. I don't like to have trouble. But you know what he said? We were pressed out of measure, above strength. We even despaired of our life. You ever been there? But we had the sentence of death in ourselves. And you know what all of that did? made us not trust in myself I don't trust in myself I'm sorry I, 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 yes I go to the doctor yes I but I don't try my trust is not in myself but in God oh who delivered us from such a great death and doth deliver in whom we trust that he will yet deliver us. I don't, I I could, as I said I know it's Sunday night and I could go around here and spend I don't know how long just listening to testimony after testimony of people that have been living for God and many of them living many years and they say you know what I remember the time I didn't have a dime. I didn't know what was going on. I remember the time. I remember the time. I remember. But you know what? I held on to God. I believed God. What are you talking about? I trusted in the Lord. David said in Psalms 124th chapter, it's only eight verses long. You can read it. i through. I know it's six o'clock. It's actually three minutes after. But David said it like this If it had not been the Lord, who was by my side. In fact, he said it like this, let Israel say, let me just repeat myself one more time. If it had not been, for the Lord who was by my side when men rose up against me and he starts talking about all the times and he gets to the end of it and he said blessed be the Lord who hath not given us as a prey to their teeth or our soul is escaped as a bird out of the snare of the fowler the snare is broken and we are escaped our help is in the name of the Lord who made heaven and earth. His son wrote in Proverbs, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. I'm telling you if there was ever a time for our church to say we're going to enter a dimension of trust. We're going to trust God for everything. We're going to trust God we're going to trust God. Let's just stand. He said, well I believe the Lord is able. so do I. But he said, trust in the Lord with all your heart. When you look around and you don't have the answer, you just trust God. And the family calls and says, Well, your brother's in bad shape. You know what you do? Lord, his life's in your hands. I don't know what's going to happen, but I know what you can do, Lord. I'm going to pull those together, not by faith, but my trust. I, I know God and whom I'm serving. I know. I don't know if you will but boy I know you can Lord trust in the Lord with all my heart I don't understand it but I'm pulling this side and I'm pulling this. why because I am know that I've got to stand there in the gap between the promise and the provision somebody has the strength to say I don't know if he will But one thing I do know, he is able.